This is Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to the Intentional Solopreneur Podcast, the show about how to launch and grow a successful service-based business. In each episode, I show you how to build a business on purpose, one that lights you up, keeps you inspired, and helps you make a bigger impact on the world. I share both marketing strategy and my best mindset tips to help you get the clarity and confidence you need to succeed as a new business owner. Hi there. So today I'm going to go over the topic of how to stop second guessing yourself as a new entrepreneur. And this is something that comes up quite often for the people that I coach. So the reason this um, happens, or at least what I believe, is um, when we launch a business, uh, it's new for us. Everything that we're doing is new and this can cause doubt. So uh, when you launch a business, you don't always have the experience to be able to make decisions uh, easily because typically when you make decisions in your life, you're looking back at your previous experience in order to help you make those decisions. But as a new business owner, you don't have that luxury. So you have to look outside of yourself, look elsewhere to find information. And this can cause a lot of confusion and overwhelm. So I'm going to help you figure out how to make better decisions as a new business owner when sometimes you are lacking that prior experience or more information. So the first thing I'll say is that making any decision is better than making no decision because at least you're moving forward. So even if you make the wrong decision, and you probably will, <laughs> I have in the past, I've you know made decisions without knowing what would happen in the future, um, and many other entrepreneurs have also made the wrong decision, in air quotes. Uh, but that wrong decision still turned out to be a good decision because it helped move them forward or it helped move me forward in certain decisions I was making in my business. And then using the information that I learned from that experience, I could make a better decision to move forward. So I just want you to realize that sometimes you have to make a decision without having all the information, without knowing what might happen in the future. And it's better to actually make any decision and move forward with that um, so that you can stop feeling stuck and so you can stop feeling overwhelmed and so you can actually gather information that you will need to keep making better decisions in the future or to pivot in the future if whatever decision you made doesn't work out. And that's kind of the point of being an entrepreneur or something that you learn as part of being an entrepreneur. Um, everything isn't black and white. You know, you have to kind of be okay with being in the gray area and making decisions without having all the information. But that being said, I do have five steps you can take to make this um, decision-making process easier for you and to stop doubting yourself once you've made a decision. So the first step is to gather information. 
So you want to go out externally, uh, like I mentioned before, this is where you can find information. You can talk to people, you could research something online. Um, you could also see what data you already have if you have done something related to this decision. So I'm going to give you an example so this kind of makes more sense. So there's a lot of different decisions I've made in my business, um, but let's go with something I was struggling with when I first launched my business and might, you know, resonate with you. You may have, you may be in this now, or you may have like dealt with this before. So when I started my coaching business, I didn't know who I wanted to work with. And this is called your niche or your target audience. Um, and it was something that really kept me stuck because it, it was hard for me to market myself and I didn't know who exactly I wanted to work with. So therefore my marketing was broad. And when you have broad marketing, um, you usually don't attract too many people or too many people who want to be your client. So I had to make this decision and it was hard. Um, and so the way I gathered information is I looked online and saw what other people were doing, or I talked to my peer coaches and saw what kind of people they were working with, or just started, you know, when you're trying to make a decision, you kind of become like a sponge where you soak up information. So in the trainings I was doing and in my coursework and work with other peer coaches, I kind of saw what the different niche options were. And I had some ideas about who I wanted to work with, but they weren't very solidified because I hadn't worked with those enough of those people yet. So that's a, what you can do to, you know, talk to people, um, get some more information. And another decision that I had to make later on in my business was what marketing channels was I going to go after? Was I going to go after social media? Was I going to go after blogging or podcasting? Or did I want to, you know, focus on getting referrals or do in-person speaking? There's a lot of different potential marketing channels. And, uh, and I believe um, that you need to narrow them down in order to become successful at anything. You can't put your eggs in too many baskets because then you won't be good at any of it. So that was um, a decision I had to make later on in my business. And it's something that I continue to look at. So those are two examples of um, potential decisions that you may have to make in your business. And then once you've gathered the information, so whether it's, you know, talking to people, um, looking online to try to get answers, looking at the data that you already have. So that was specific to actually both of those decisions that I had to make in terms of niche. I uh, started to realize that the people who were coming to me and the peer coaches that I was working with were all asking me about their business. And I wasn't marketing myself that way in the beginning, but that's what they came, came to talk to me about and wanted help with because they also knew that I had a marketing background and I had worked in corporate for so many years doing marketing. So that was kind of some information that I had that helped me eventually pick business coaching and pick working with entrepreneurs. But that was just a little piece of information. Um, so the second step uh, in order to help you make better decisions and stop second guessing yourself is you actually want to check in with yourself because you are the business owner. You're the person who's going to have to actually make everything happen and you're going to have to feel good about your decision. So honestly, it doesn't really matter what all these other people think. And 
I'm even talking about, you know, your coach or your mentor or uh, your peers. It really matters what you think about it because you're the one who's going to have to show up and keep moving forward with this decision once you've made it. So while, you know, the opinion of others is a good start, you have to actually check in with yourself. And the way that you do this is you start tapping into your intuition. And this can look like a lot of different things. You know, you could journal on it. You could um, spend some time thinking about whatever decision you're making and kind of do like a free form, um, just journal entry and see what comes up. See what kind of your inner voice is telling you. You could also meditate on it. Um, I if I need to make a really big decision in my business, I will go meditate or I'll go take a walk in nature. I'll do something to, to clear my mind so that I can make a better decision once I've finished that. And so I can really ask myself questions to help me make this decision. And another really great thing that you can do is to check in with your body. And this is something that I didn't come up with. Uh, there's many people that talk about this. The one person that I have in mind is Marie Forleo, but um, basically you can ask yourself a question about this decision, whether you want to move forward with it or not. And you can see what your response is in your body. So she talks about, you know, having expansive or contractive energy. So if you feel expansive, that means usually you feel positive about this decision you're making. If you feel contracted, that typically means that you're less than positive. You're a little bit negative about the decision. So for example, you know, if you're trying to choose your marketing strategy and you have two things in mind, let's put an example to it. So social media, like let's pick Instagram and blogging. And these were actually questions I asked myself and I wanted to see how I felt about those two things. And I had some data, uh, you may or may not have this data yet about which one may um, possibly work better for you or which one you enjoy more. But just think about those two options and see which one feels better to you in your body. Do you feel kind of expansive energy? Like you're excited about it. Like you maybe want to give it a try. Maybe you think it'll be fun. You know, uh, those are the kinds of the kinds of things that you want to lean into versus do you feel kind of closed off? Do you already feel a little bit pessimistic about it? Like, mm, maybe I don't, I don't think this will work for me. So if you're kind of leaning in that direction, then that's really good information for you because um, I believe that you really do have a lot of intuition inside of you to help you make these decisions. You just have to be willing to listen to that intuition. So basically to sum that up, do you feel aligned with this decision that you're making? Um, whether you're choosing between two different options or whether you're choosing to make a certain decision in your business. Do you feel like you're happy with this decision before you make it? That's a good indicator that you're on the right track. And a uh, reminder here, you want to look at your own opinion, not the opinion of others. You don't want to look externally for this. You want to start um, building that muscle of having your own intuition about your business decisions and basically being able to, to discern, which is a good skill to have as a business owner because you're going to constantly have to make decisions about what you pursue and what you don't pursue in your business. And then the third step is to actually make the decision and stick with it. So 
Um, I know this one's hard <laughs> because we can constantly go back and forth and debate on whether option A or option B is better or maybe even option C. Uh, but you're not going to get anywhere if you do that. So you have to actually make the decision and stick with it. And to go back to what I said before, it's actually better that you just make a decision. Like if you're still struggling at this point, you just have to put a stake in the ground. You just have to make the decision and move forward. Because, and this is something that I, I did recently when I was looking again at my marketing channels, seeing which ones were performing the best for me, seeing which ones felt most aligned with me. And I finally was like, you know what? You know, I talked to a coach, I did all the, you know, internal stuff, I, I listened to myself, but I was still struggling a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make this decision and I'm gonna be happy with whichever option I choose because not making the decision is worse. It keeps you in a place of feeling stuck, um, not making any forward momentum because you're still wondering about this decision and it's better to just make any decision than none at all. And then uh, the fourth step is to be patient because it takes time to see results in your business. And whatever decision you're making, I'm gonna assume it's something around marketing uh, because that's what I talk about, but it could be something completely different, um, but it's still a decision that you're making in your business. And uh, it will take you some time to get the results that you're looking for. You have to stay consistent, you have to show up, you have to keep doing the marketing thing that you're doing, um, but it's not something that will happen overnight. Uh, so you have to, kind of um, just change your expectations a little bit sometimes. Some people feel like, okay, I'm gonna market myself or I'm gonna go after this thing in my business and immediately I'm gonna find results. And unfortunately, that's not the way it works. We have to have realistic expectations of how long it'll take us to actually get good results. And I know I fell into this trap. I know most new business owners fall into this trap where they think that they can put a little bit of effort in um, to do X, Y, or Z in their business, and then they're gonna get all these rewards. And unfortunately, it just takes more time than we may um, think it will need to take. So you need to be patient. You need to take the time to see your results and keep moving forward and um, start tracking your results, seeing if there's any momentum around the decision you made. So in the social media versus blogging or podcasting example that I shared before, you know, I could start looking at my data to see what's happening. So I could get an early indication of which one is working better if I was choosing between the two. Um, or, you know, if I switched to one of them, what's happening after I've made that switch. But you don't wanna to go too crazy and look at all this data constantly because then you're gonna maybe stop yourself from producing the content and going after it uh, fully. And then finally, um, the fifth step is to actually take a look back and see what happened. So you made your decision, you gave it a couple weeks, months, possibly even a year, depending on how big this decision was in your business. And now you want to look back at the data, like I kind of alluded to in the last point, and see what actually pan what happened, what panned out for you. Um, did it return uh, the way you thought it would? Did you get the results that you were after? And if you didn't get the results that you were after, why is that? Um, 
is there something you can learn from this experience? Is there something that you can kind of adjust maybe in your marketing or in whatever this decision was about? Um, and that's a really good step to do and something you need to continue to do in your business so that you can uh, basically figure out what works best for you and keep doing more of the things that work well for you and stop doing the things that don't work well or don't feel aligned so that you're constantly moving um, in your business to a place that you feel happy with, that you feel uh, happy to keep showing up in your business so that you feel completely aligned with what you're building. So I hope this was helpful. Um, again, I'm gonna just summarize uh, the different tips that I had for you. Um, so the first one was to gather information, whether that's external or um, data that you already have that you can take a look at. Number two is to check in with yourself and do the things I mentioned to um, tap into your intuition. Uh, make the decision is number three be patient is number four and the final one is to take a look back and see uh, what you learned in this decision making process what the results were and what you may need to change if you're interested in working with a business coach to help you make uh, better decisions in your business and to help you move forward in your business um, feel free to book a one-on-one -on -one call with me and uh, also you can check out the link uh, to launch with ease which I'll leave in the show notes um, this is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program for new entrepreneurs where I help you launch and grow your business and we work on uh, your marketing and we also work on your mindset so that you can uh, have a ton of clarity around your marketing and also to build your confidence as a new entrepreneur. So again, I'll leave the information for that program uh, in the show notes. And uh, if you're considering um, joining me in the program, then um, feel free to book a one-on-one -on -one call with me, a consultation call uh, to just answer any questions that you have and to see if it would be a good fit for us to work together. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Solopreneur. I hope you're getting some good information and some inspiration to help you grow your business. If you like what you've heard and you want the support of a business coach, come on over to agathabrewer.com and schedule a free consultation with me. In this call, we'll talk about your goals for your business and see if it makes sense for us to work together. My one-on-one -on -one coaching program is specifically built to help new entrepreneurs like you launch and grow a successful business. This program will help you get clarity on what you want to build, create a strategic plan of action, and identify and release any mindset blocks that are standing in your way. Because building a business shouldn't be so hard. And with my support, you'll reach your goals way faster than if you try to do it all alone. So I invite you to give yourself the gift of personalized support so you can build your dream business that allows you to live the life you want and make a bigger impact on the world.